Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Luca back here with the Vigor Life Podcast. And today is kind of like a, I don't know, it's, a, it's one of those sessions where I didn't know if it was going to happen, but it did because one, it's uh, important to be consistent and to continue to put out content. Two, Many a times I'm just like, all right, what are some lessons that I learned this week in my own life? Um, and I'm just going to share them with you, right? Rather than doing this, uh, I would say humongous, be prepared, have uh, tons of things written out and whatnot. That's the cool thing about this podcast. It's like, hey, life happens. And then we share those experiences and lessons that we get from life. Um, and essentially, you know what? When you start doing that for yourself, uh, there's humongous things I was I would say that like that that's where growth happens. Right? I was uh, a couple of weeks ago I was just on uh, one of my best friends' podcast, Jay Fruiter's podcast, and we we're asking a bunch of questions. And I said, you know, life essentially is like this. It's like you learn, you apply, you reflect, and then you course correct. Right? So you learn something, then you go do it. Because if you don't do it, then it doesn't matter. Right? But then once you do it, you got to reflect. Like, did it work? Did it not work? Why did it work? Right. You kind of get you extract lessons from that and then you course correct if need be to get you to where you want to go. So that's so basically this is what I do on a week to week basis, especially when there's a ton of things going on. There's a lot of lessons to share. But a couple of lessons that I wanted to share this time around that were like really big aha moments um, that I wrote down. And by the way, before I go there, I got these stacks because I carry them with me. Right. These are four by six. Like no cards, stacks. And I got this quite a while back from, uh, from Ryan Holiday. If you guys don't know Ryan Holiday, he is a, a incredible author, two of my favorite books, uh, like my top 10 favorite books. And uh, one is the obstacle is the way. And the second one's ego is an enemy. But you know, one of the things that he talked about how he writes his books, and this is just kind of like a, doesn't necessarily have to do with what I'm going to talk about today, but I feel like I need to share this is, um, you know, when you get ideas like quotes or chapter ideas or you read a book or you talk to someone and you have an aha moment like I write it down on one of these four by six cards and what I start doing is I start categorizing them just in the box because that way all these thoughts and these ideas they're in one place um, and it creates structure for whether it could be a blog it could be uh, like for me now it's a book because my goal is to uh, start writing this book that I have the idea for um, and it's incredible when you start doing that because I've, I've read like around a thousand books, right? And, and I have like notes in there and they're underwritten, there's flaps and all types of stuff. But it's very, very hard to go back and find and remember where everything is. When you put things on like a four by six card, it really helps you have things structured and organized and in a box. So, and I'm actually doing this for a lot of different things now that's helped me organize content, ideas, um, even like the lessons for what I'm about to talk to, to, uh, to you today comes from this, right? So when things happen, I put it down on these cards and then they're organized in one place. So it's very easy for me to extract things and create content, make a point, you know, put it out in a team meeting. So just a little bit of a, of a I would say an idea for you that if you start using, can be very, very powerful. It can be very powerful for anything. I talk to my coaches about, hey, get prepared for the day, have a four by six card. Right. What are the stories you're going to tell in classes? What are you going to uh, you know, what are some maybe surprises you got for some people, challenges, finishers, um, ideas, quotes, whatever it may be. And then it's all in one card front and back. And then you can come in into the day 
extra prepare for what you're going to do. So bonus points there for, for listening to that. Coming back to the two lessons. So that was an incognito throwing it in there, by the way. All right. Number one was uh, it spurred something in me when I heard uh, a great, uh, a really good friend of mine, Chris Ashenden, posted it and, it. and it was from someone else. And I can't remember the quote, but he said, marketing is the price you pay for being unremarkable. Yeah, I paused for a second because I want you to take that one in, right? Marketing is the price you pay for being unremarkable. Now, I believe marketing is crucial and essential, but it made a really, really excellent point. And what it, what I'm going to bring this back to, and this, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to like, uh, I would say, crunch this down to business. I'm actually going to crunch. This was an aha moment for me because it was not just about business. Although obviously, you know, when talking about marketing, we're usually talking about business, but I'm going to kind of correlate this and go lateral and talk about life when it comes to this statement. So, you know, what, what I see a lot of is that people try to have excellent marketing, right, to essentially cover up possibly an unremarkable product. Now, long term, even medium term, that just doesn't work. It, it just won't. Right. And at the same time, you know, the foundation of like being remarkable is just about everything. And what tends to happen is that sometimes, you know, you end up creating something great, but then you start focusing on marketing it and you forget about keeping that thing great. Now, this could be a business thing, but it could also be a relationship, right? So it could be relationship. It could be your skill set or your craft, if that makes sense. Okay. So you start talking a good game, but the substance of the relationship starts being unremarkable. So that's where that aha moment came for me. It's like, okay, you know what? Like where in your life? And this was a question for myself. I always ask myself this, these questions, right? It's not like I'm a smart ass. I'm sitting here going like, hey, where is this going on for you in your life? Number thing, one, one thing I ask myself is like, okay, where in my life am I really like focusing on the marketing because I'm covering up the fact that things are not remarkable, right? Am I, and I'm being unremarkable. And, you know, it opened up, it opened up, I'll say gaps in the business that made me step forward and make some changes. We're making a bunch of changes like to create more accountability for the team, to streamline better customer service, retention, referral, like all these things. I'm like, hey, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Like my goal is to create the best gym on the planet, right? I mean, I'm saying it out loud because that is legitimately my goal. Like Vigor Ground be the best gym in the world. And every, like, but in, in, in all the aspects, not just you know, training and results, but also all these other aspects, systems and customer service and experience and all these different things. So you heard me say here, you can keep me accountable to this. But with that said, when I ask myself that question, you know, where are you covering up for, you know, with marketing for not being remarkable? And some certain areas stood out and it started triggering me. And because they were triggering me, I kind of started to notice, hey, these are things I need to address. Now, on another side note, I started going, okay, well, where else in my life, right, is, is I would say our words and marketing covering up for something else being unremarkable. And, you know, I, I can like literally honestly here sit and say, well, there's quite a few, you know, I would say relationship within my family, my, my closest family that I was like, well, you know what, 
you're not you're not doing your and when I say my part, I'm saying my part in like the relationship and the communication and you know the the remarkable relationship that I want to have with my family and I obviously live a continent, you know, an ocean away, kind of like a world away from from a, a majority of my family. But that triggered me, right? Whereas like I might be I might be communicating, right? Kind of like saying a lot of stuff, but there's but but there's not enough quality time spent or I said quality communication, right? So so that even though that message was very driven by you know, what most people would say business, it started opening up a lot of things in other areas. Now, remember, I always bring this up. I'm, I look at life as body being balanced and business. Okay. So you would ask that question and say, Hey, where in my life am I marketing, you know, parentheses or communicating, saying a lot, but not doing right. Not doing and being remarkable in. And so that, you know, I would say the number one thing like right now that you can take from from this message is asking yourself that question. You know, just like I asked me, you have to reflect. You got it. You got to be able, you know, self-awareness is one of the most valuable things that you can have in your life. So I will bring that up. Now, if you are in business or you are, uh, I would say, even if you work, if you if you work in another company, it doesn't matter. You are always your own business, essentially, in many ways. Right. Hey, what you know? Think about the foundation of what you do. What is your your craft, your art, your skill? And ask yourself, how maybe are you covering it up with smoke and mirrors, communication, marketing, whatever it may be, right? But not keeping the art and skill remarkable. Now, in some cases, you know, you got to make the marketing more remarkable because everything else is great. So I'm not trying to confuse you here. These are, remember, these lessons are things that like the questions that you bring up in your life are the ones that you're going to essentially, right? So we say the quality of questions determine the, the path of your life. So that I, I actually written it out. Like when I, when I like quotes, I print them out. I put them into a, um, I put them into a pretty much like a picture frame and put them in areas that I can see them so that like they become, like I become really aware of them. Right. So that was a, that was big lesson. Number one, big question for you. Number one, something that actually made me take action on on things because remember if you're not like you know if you have this this revelation right learn apply reflect right so you got if you have a revelation like what are you going to do next there's all you always have to outline a next step okay okay i i, I figured this thing out what are you going to do about it today what is something that you're going to do today to move you forward sometimes it means scheduling an appointment sometimes it means you know, uh, signing up for a software. Sometimes it means getting a coach, signing up for a nutrition coach or going to the gym and signing up, whatever that may be for you. Take an action step. All right. Lesson number two. Lesson number two is going to come back to uh, it's going to come to body. And uh, th this is just like legitimately my own personal experience of what has been working for me and what, you know, uh, something that kind of just happened. I would say happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, I have training partners and we're training and, you know, we're doing conditioning stuff. And, and, and uh, the tendency here is for the shirts to fly off when, when people start sweating, at least, the you know, the night crew is like, man, as soon as it gets a little hot, the shirt's coming off. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. Doesn't matter. And, um, you know, my friend Hugo is like, man, like you're looking like really, really lean. Like this is the leanest you've looked in a long time. And, you know, I kind of stopped and went like, 
yeah, man, like, actually, it is. Like, I do notice I'm leaner. I, I kind of I didn't even, on a day-to-day basis, think about it, you know, weigh myself, um, you know, weighed myself in, still weighed around 202, 203. So maybe dropped a couple pounds in the last three, four weeks. Um, but absolutely, certainly am leaner. Now, the, re- the reason why I want to bring this up is because, uh, you know, I'm a big believer, obviously, in habit change. You've, 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 you've heard me talk about that. So, um, you know, I, I have a lot of overwhelm going on in my life right now uh, by, you know, just bought this big building, about to start construction, this huge multimillion dollar project, freaking out. You know what I mean? Got like three, four different businesses creating a, a, a ton of structured content for a lot of uh, responsibilities and commitments. So, you know, doing things like, hey, Luca, man, you got to put everything into my fitness pal and like track your macros and like, man, I'm like, I'm, you know, it's, it's not happening. It's just not happening. But, you know, there's li- these little different things that I've started doing throughout the day. Right. So I had a tendency to, you know, work late and then be tired and then go eat out. And when I eat out, like I I eat healthy. Right. I mean, like I'm ordering salads and salmon and whatever. But still, I'm eating out. And so it would create, you know, and then from there, I'm coming home a little bit later and so on and so forth. So I gave myself this, uh, uh, you know, this promise. I'll say, hey, look, I'm going to make a couple of changes right? every morning when I get up. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to have this smoothie. So I, I talked about this before getting the Vitamix and creating my smoothie. So I've stuck to this. I've stuck to this pretty relentlessly. Right. And now it, it took like eight, nine, 10 weeks for me to get consistent with it. So there's a lesson here, right? Like even though uh, 10 weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to do this. Right. It took me eight to 10 weeks to become like almost daily, almost daily. Now I have that smoothie in the morning. So then for a snack, I'll usually get a salad and I, I go down the street to Panera Bread. And then in the evening now, I was like, okay, I'm going to leave a little earlier so that I'm not stressed out, but I can make myself a meal, right? And I, I do like breakfast for dinner, essentially. Look, guys, if there's something I can make as a mean-ass breakfast, right? So I'm make the eggs and chicken sausage and all that good stuff. So these are literally like in the last two to three months, uh, but let's, let's say about, you know, two and a half months. Eight to ten weeks is, is when I started making some, you know, shifts. And in that time frame... I'm sleeping more. I'm feeling better. Obviously, you got very visibly leaner. But it's to prove a point that when you look at your day, just start shifting, right? Just start shifting actions, behaviors towards where you want to be rather than creating these really tight, rigid kind of like guard. I mean, have guardrails, but don't have a tightrope. Okay. And with that said, I'm going to I say this a lot and, and I'm going to keep saying it because it is so important. Right. Where can you make a shift? And it can be a small shift. Right. If you start getting insanely overwhelmed by it and start in your mind going like, man, I don't know if I can handle that. Right. For me, I was just like, I can man, I can do three minutes to make a smoothie. Like, come on. Like, let's be honest. Like I can I can do three minutes to throw, you know, what I mean, like some almond milk, some spinach, some whey protein blueberries, banana, a little bit of peanut butter, you know, a little bit of cottage cheese and blend it all up together. Like, come on, I, I can do that. Right. So that's really the conversation I have with myself. Like if I can't do that, then come on, <laughs> then I don't really want to make a change. And that's all. That's how it started. Right. It started like that. And then I started getting in the groove of doing that. I was feeling good about it. And then I was like, OK, look, three nights a week, I'm cooking myself. Right. Three nights a week. Now, for many of you, it might be like you're crazy. You should be cooking every night. Cool. For me, I was like three nights. I'll take it. And it is started in like the first couple of weeks. I'm like, 
I got one and then I got two and then I got two and then I got three and then I got two, right? But I started getting to that three. And then once I got to that three, I was, let me just try to add another one. Notice I like over a span of 10 weeks, like this is going on. Like I'm kind of setting a goal. I, I, you know, I mess up a little bit. I get back on track. I do it again. I mess up. But then the next week I'm getting more consistent with it. Like this is how it works, right? This is how it works. You kind of got to pay attention and be aware of it. You know, set one small thing and change it. But for, for me personally, there were small hinges that swung big doors because I know what the problem was. I was, I was eating too much processed food, right? That maybe what, you know, when you're taking, eating protein bars and you're always eating out and you don't exactly know what they put in there. Right. So what I did is like, I shifted to like, look, I want to get more nutrient dense food that has, that's less calorically dense. That was essentially my, my, my kicker, right? How do I get more nutrients in and basically have foods that are more filling, but get more, but have less calories, right? And still kind of fit my needs. I'm, you know, I usually make sure that I hit my, my protein and the rest I kind of adjust up and down. So the reality is that like I made small shifts that made, created huge gains in the way I look, but not just the way I look, but feel and perform. Cause like if you, you know, for, for us at Vigor Ground, this is my, my goal for every client, even if they have a body composition goal. So it's like, Hey, I want to look na- you know, better naked, which we all do. Right. But there has to be intersections, right? So body composition, health, and performance, right? Really quality nutrition, regardless if the client is just like, look, I don't care, you know, how I feel. I just want to look great. The reality is everybody wants to feel better as well and perform better. And the thing is, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it right, you're going to get people looking better, feeling better, and performing better. That's true nutrition. That's true improvement in your life. And that's how we approach everything. And so that's what it was for me too. I was like, look, I don't want to look better, but you know, be tired, lethargic, less energy, feel like shit, like in sleep crappy, come into the gym and go like, oh man, my, you know, my lifts are down. Like I feel like I'm exhausted when I'm doing conditioning. No, that was, there was no way that was going to happen. So I kind of looked at like, what are my goals? Right. And what are some small shifts that I can create that move me forward? And the thing is, I'm giving you this example because to this day, remember, like on a weekly basis, I'm talking to hundreds of people, hundreds of people, and especially in gym, that continuously come back to this. Um, I really want to change. So because I really want to change, that means that I I really need to make these big changes so that there's this fast shift and everything's turning around. But that's not the case. Okay, there's a reason why that hasn't worked over and over because it's too much. It's overwhelming. With everything else going on in life, you know, that's going to be tough to do. But if something is important, you got to give it time. You got to give it energy. And a lot of times you got to give it money too. And so pick one thing, no matter how small, that you feel confident that you can do and then build on that and go from there. So that's lesson number two. And like I said, look, that's happened over and over in my life. Recalibrate. And course correct, like I said at the beginning, right? Learn, apply, reflect, course correct. So two lessons and a little bonus for if you're, you're, you, you create content, you want to improve an experience, if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to write a book, if you want to do whatever, use four by six cards and categorize them. And, you know, this is coming from a person that is absolutely not the most organized person in the world. Um, like I said, on the disc test, I'm like, 
you know, red and yellow. That like the the part where it's organization is is like it's like blanked out. I was born without that part of me or some shit like that. I don't know. But the point of it is it's really helped me. Hopefully can help you if you implement it. As with anything, you know, what are you going to do? What is based on some of the, the lessons we talked about today? What's the action step that you're going to take today to move forward with your goals and get what you want? Write it down. Do it. And if you got any questions, you already know. Either email them to Luca, L-U-K-A, at HosevarPerformance.com. So that's my last name, H-O-C-E-V-A-R, Performance.com. Make sure you go to the reviews. Let me know what you think about it. Remember, we're going to randomly be picking, sending goodie bags out of my favorite stuff, things like on it, sometimes even some dope sneakers, all types of different things, shirts, uh, supplements, cool biohack things. Um, but... Once again, go on to the reviews and iTunes and write something cool in there. And uh, if, uh, like I said, subscribe to it on YouTube because you know this also comes out on YouTube, comes out on iTunes. And I will see you the next time for the Vigor Life podcast. Peace out.